Jamie, and I'm the Unicorn Recruiter. I've worked in global talent acquisition for 15 years, both as an in-house and as an agency recruiter. I'm also a leadership development coach, and I now help companies hire their top talent, also known as unicorns, and help job seekers find their next position. Join me each week for tips and tricks and how to navigate not only finding your next position, but also career development. This is the Unicorn Recruiter Podcast. Hi everyone, on today's episode I'm going to talk about applying to jobs. So um, one of the things that I hear a lot from my clients is um, you know, when they come to me, by the time someone comes to me for career coaching and help finding their next position, they are exhausted, they are discouraged, they're you know, so frustrated, ready to give up, they're usually in not a great situation financially because they've been unemployed for a while. Um, and one of the things that they always say to me is, I've applied to to hundreds of jobs. I've, I've applied to hundreds a week. And I have a few thoughts when someone says that to me. The first is, are you are you really? Because if I do the math, you know, we spend 10 minutes customizing a cover, cover letter and a resume and filling out an application. And I would say 10 minutes is probably on the shorter side of time. You know, that's six an hour and at eight hours a day with no breaks, that's 48. You know, at, at the end of the week, you've got 240. So are you really applying to 240 jobs and taking the time? Um, and in a lot of cases, it's quality over quantity. Now, I will say that there's a few things that happen when people are able to apply to hundreds of jobs because I've had people show me spreadsheets of hundreds of jobs that they've applied to that week. In a lot of cases, they are applying to LinkedIn quick apply job postings. and as a recruiter, I use these two. Um, I have used these at other companies. Now, what I will say is that a couple of things can happen. Some companies have LinkedIn really well integrated and those quick apply applications go right into their ATS. I have never worked at a company that has and I worked at several you know, billion dollar companies. So what would happen for me is I would go through my ATS and all the resumes that I had there Anything that I had set up as a quick apply on LinkedIn kind of sat secondary because 98% of those resumes, and I'm probably being generous, were people that were not even close to qualified. And I'm talking, I was posting, you know, engineer positions, project management positions, and I was getting retail sales, I was getting insurance agents, real estate agents, you know, not even close, not even in the realm or the industry. And so those became my you know, go backup go to after I've exhausted my ATS. So um, if there is a job at a company that you are really, really, really interested in, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to their website and apply through their application process. So it's great to see it on LinkedIn, but go to their company page and apply there. If you click through, and a lot of them have click through links, so you can click from LinkedIn to their ATS, it's gonna track them, they're gonna know that you came from LinkedIn, you may even be able to use your LinkedIn profile to apply, but make sure that your end application is ending up on their company website and review the job description. <laughs> so I've had many people that have applied to a job on LinkedIn thinking that they're applying to one job, but they're actually applying to a different job because they go so fast and they're not actually reading it. So Clicking through to a company's website does one or two things. It slows you down and it makes you spend some time actually filling out the application. And two, you know, it, it, you're making sure that you're applying to the right position. So um, LinkedIn Quick Apply is great, but 
go to the go to the company page. Second, make sure that you're actually qualified. And I say this as kindly as I possibly can. Um, in a lot of cases when people are telling me I applied to these jobs and I just don't understand, I'm getting rejected, I'm not getting calls back, I'm not getting interviews. When I have them send me the job description and I actually go through it with them and their resume, nine times out of 10, they're not qualified. So make sure that the positions that you're actually applying to are ones that you are qualified for. So go through the job requirements, go through the, you know, the, the skills and the, you know, the actual qualifications and make sure that you have those. So you know, having a bachelor's degree in psychology is not going to be the same as a bachelor's degree in engineering. And even though the engineering manager role, all the job descriptions are something that you can do, if you don't have that engineering degree and that engineering background, you're, you're not qualified. It's a pretty crude example, but you get the idea. So make sure that you're qualified. Um, you know, the next thing that I tell people is, are you actually spending time customizing your cover letter and your, your resume? And again, I say this very kindly, um, you know, a lot of people um, have submitted to my job application or my job uh, postings over the years with a cover letter that had some other company's name or a completely different title or maybe they had the company right, but my name was wrong and it was someone that you know didn't work at my company when I would look them up, it would be a recruiter at you know, another company or one of our competitors or something like that. So really make sure that you're slowing down and you're, you're filling out your cover letter details. Um, I share a cover letter example or template on my website. I have all the areas highlighted that you need to interject your opinions, your thoughts, your experience and take out you know, company names and put in your company names, that type of thing. Um, make sure you're taking the time to actually do that. So quality over quantity. The other big piece of all of this too is in a lot of cases when people are telling you that they've applied to hundreds of jobs, they are applying to um, only remote jobs. So you know, remote startups, remote first companies, companies that they maybe have never even heard of. Um, but they're only remote. And I am pro remote. I have been remote for seven going on eight years. Um, there's a, a lot of discussion about hybrid versus remote versus on site. I would say most jobs can be remote and that might just be a product of you know, my age. But, but um, regardless, at what point in your job search is your breaking break point? And I, I tell people this as kindly as I possibly can. Um, you know, if it is coming down to losing your house, not being able to make your mortgage payment, not being able to make your car payments, not being able to feed yourself or your kids, at what point does re re remote not become a priority? So prioritize the positions that you're you're applying to. Um, make sure that you know, you're not just going after hundreds of remote positions. Um, you know, start looking at hybrid positions. And I tell everyone, your next job does not have to be your forever job. I think at this point, we are well past, you know, your, your the dreams that you work one job for 25 to 30 years and retire there. That just doesn't really happen anymore. So what can you do at this point in time to make your, make your payments, make your bills, um, and, you know, find your next role? So um, that said, um, I know that not being able to work remote is hard for people that can't find daycare or don't have vehicles and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I feel for you and those are, you know, completely different conversations, but 
um, you know, what is your breaking point and when do you need to start looking at um, you know, hybrid or on-site positions. Now, the next thing I want to talk about when it comes to applying to jobs is LinkedIn has this um, great little feature that when they post a job, it tells you how many applicants and where you may rank in terms of those other applicants. Um, LinkedIn doesn't know once someone has clicked through to someone's to the company's website if you've actually applied. So LinkedIn is telling you clicks on the job. It's telling you um, quick applies. It's not telling you how many candidates are actually qualified. It's not telling you how many people actually went through the ATF. In some cases, if LinkedIn says that there's 100 applicants, there may very well be 100 through LinkedIn that have clicked all the way through and have applied. They may have 3,000 in their ATS. You have no idea. So take that number for you know, a grain of salt, I guess, or with a grain of salt is what it is. Um, still apply. Um, if you are interested, truly interested in the company, apply, follow them on LinkedIn, connect with their leaders, with their HR people, with their recruiters, show interest in the company. Um, I joke with some of my counterparts that I can give people advice over and over and over again, and it's probably about like the fourth or fifth time that it actually resonates, and that they then start repeating my own advice to me. Um, so the more times your name shows up on applications, on LinkedIn, you know, in, in social media, the more familiar you are with them, um, the more familiar they are with you, excuse me, you know, the more likely you are to, to get some recognition or, you know, get someone to, to reach out to you. So, um, that was a lot of information on just applying. Um, if you have any questions, reach out to me at info at unicornrecruitmentandcareerservices.com. I could probably make this a whole hour long podcast on applying, but for today's, today's purposes, um, that is the show and good luck.